This is the God Made Man podcast, day number 20 of 90 days of putting lust to bed. If you've been up to date with the podcast as of January the 22nd, 2024, you'll probably see that I missed a day yesterday. I was consistent. I was posting consistently for like 20, 21 days, and yesterday I did not post. And it's not because I wasn't doing anything or I was just chilling at home or whatnot. It's because we were working on the channel and we were recording a podcast with Colin talking about worship. It's coming out soon. Pretty excited about it. But we ended up recording for close to three hours or so, and it just took up a lot of time. And I was not able to post yesterday, but we're back on track. Day 20 today. So let's get started. The true key to overcoming lust and sexual temptations is a series of shifts mental shifts. And the first shift that we talked about was earlier on in the series, and we mentioned how we need to understand that our behavior, what we do, flows from our identity, who we are. How I behave and how I act is a direct flow out of who I believe myself to be. Thus, if I want to change my behavior, I don't start there. I have to start here with who I believe myself to be. I have to change my identity. And there's another shift that we're going to talk about today. And that is how we see our struggles, how we see our lusts and temptations. Think of it, think of it in your mind. When you think about your struggle with lust and with porn or whatever you're struggling with, what do you feel? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel shameful? Do you feel anxiety? Fear, because every time you're faced with this temptation, you're, you just can't seem to overcome. Sure, every now and then you'll have some victory, but for the most part, it's a temptation. It's a struggle that you just can't seem to beat. You can't know. You've been dealing with it for so long and you just can't win. Do you feel hopeless? Have you given up on your struggle because you've failed so many times? You've thought to yourself, Maybe this is just who I am. Maybe this is just what I'm meant to struggle with. Maybe this this is the thorn in my own, my flesh. The thing that, you know, I'm just going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. This is it. You know, we, 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 you just rationalized it. Now, let me ask you this. When you think of your struggles with lust and with porn and, you know, that vice that you just can't seem to beat, do you feel a sense of, happiness, joy. When you think of the fact that sooner or later a temptation is going to come at you hard, does that excite you? You're probably thinking, what the freak? Excite me? I mean, yeah, it does excite me, but not in the way you're talking about, Jeremy. It's not in a happy kind of way, right? Not in a joyful kind of way. I don't think about my temptations and think to myself, oh yeah, like this, this is great. Like what kind of masochistic freak says that? And you're probably, yeah, you know, like, what, what are you talking about? That makes no sense. Why would I be excited about this thing? What, a, what, about, what about my struggle is supposed to excite me? It's supposed to make me feel happy or joyful. Well, let me tell you something. I want you to be excited when you think about your struggle. Picture it in your mind right now. You know, that struggle that you just can't seem to overcome. The one that you've been dealing with for years. Yeah, that one. The one that you just can't beat. Yeah, that one. Picture it in your mind. And I want you to feel excited. The struggle that makes you feel so guilty and dirty. The struggle that no one knows about. Yeah, that one. I want you to feel happiness and joy. 
Why? James 1, chapter 1. James 1, verses 2 to 4. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, in this verse, it's talking about trials and tribulations, not necessarily about our own personal battle with lusts or temptations, but when it refers to trials of many kinds, our lusts, our struggle with lusts and temptations, I believe can be used by God to grow us and to grow our faith. This testing of our faith produces perseverance. And then when perseverance finishes its work, we, we, we're left with a mature, complete product, not lacking anything. Temptations. This refers to persecutions or great pressures that we have from the world or from Satan that God can use to strengthen our faith and develop in us a perseverance, a godly character. And trials are the means by which we become perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Every trial that you have is an opportunity to transform a small part of you. Not you transforming it, but it's, a, it's an opportunity for, for Christ to take a small part of you and transform it to shape it, to mold it. Every time you're faced with a temptation, I want you to see it as another opportunity to do the right thing. It brings you to a fork in the road, a temptation, and you're left with a choice. I can go this way or I can go that way. And in the past few days, we've been talking about the prudent man who considers his steps. He thinks about which way his feet are going. And God gives him wisdom to do it. And as we think about it, I want us to look at this fork in the road as an opportunity to do the right thing. It's just another chance for me to say no to wrong, say no to evil, and another opportunity for me to pick what is right, what is good, what is lovely, what is just. This is the only way that we will grow. When you think about building muscle, the only way to get stronger is to put your muscle under stress, to break it down. And the only way it will grow and adapt and become stronger and capable of more stress later is for you to stress it now, for it to go through very uncomfortable periods of intense working out. I've been going through a struggle in my life, and it's not related to lust or sexual temptations, but I've been in a very uncomfortable place in my life currently, and I've been wanting out for a long time. Well, it feels like a long time. It's been several months now, and I've tried everything. I have tried everything to get out of my present situation, and I've prayed many times, God, get me out. Get me out of this situation. I'm tired of it. I'm ready for the next level. I don't know what else I can learn. I don't know what else you want me to understand. I don't get it. Get me out. I'm tired of it. I'm in a very uncomfortable spot, and I don't like to be in it. A few weeks ago, I was sitting there praying the same prayer, asking God for direction and help, and asking Him to get me out like I've always been praying, and it hit me. It hit me that the current situation is not the, is not the problem. It's not the issue. My, my current struggle is not the problem. In the grand scheme of life, what really matters is my character, my relationship with God, how my life could be lived out for the glory of God, for his ultimate purpose. That was the point. And I realized that the only way for me to grow 
and be molded into the character of Christ was to go through this fire, was to be in this uncomfortable spot, to suffer. That's the only way my mind and my body and my character would grow. And so when I realized this, I changed my prayer. I went from God, get me out of this situation. God, I, I, I'm very uncomfortable. Get me out of this uncomfortable situation. I'm ready for the next level. God, bless me. God, take me out of here and put me in a better spot. Why are you not doing this? What's taking so long? Do you, are you even listening? Do you even hear what I'm praying? Do you even care? I went from praying all of that to God. I'm in a very uncomfortable situation right now. But if this is what is necessary for me to grow, if this is what I need to go through in order for my character to grow, if this is what is necessary for me to succeed at the next level of whatever you have planned, then keep me right here. Keep me in this uncomfortable situation for as long as you see fit, for as long as it takes for me to learn the lessons I need to learn, for as long as it takes for me to, for, for you to purify out of me certain things, certain desires, certain behaviors that, that you want to purify out of me, as long as it takes for you to do that in my life, do it. Keep me here in this very uncomfortable spot for as long as you see fit. Wayne Dyer said, Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. When you look at your struggles in this way, in a biblical context of this is another way for, for God to create in me a, a character that more and more represents Christ and more and more begins to look like Christ. If this is what God is using in me to purify my desires, purify my mind and purify my body and to make me into a vessel that can be more useful to him. If that is how we look at our struggles, then it changes everything. It changes how we see them. It changes the questions that we ask. It changes our demeanor about all of these things. It changes how we complain. It changes how we look at life. It changed. None of the situations might change, but if your mind and your perspective about it changes, then everything seems to have changed. And the next time your temptation pops up, you know, I want you to pray this prayer. And this is not a, you know, a, a special prayer necessarily. This is just what I was praying in my own life. And, you know, you can take it and tweak it however you will. Pray this. God, I am feeling tempted right now. Something just popped up on my screen. I saw something or someone in public that began to tempt me begin to cause certain thoughts and urges to rise up in me, and I'm feeling very tempted right now. Help me to overcome this temptation. Show me what you're trying to work on in me. Thank you for this temptation. Now, I know that, God, you don't tempt me, but you allow certain things in our, into our life for a reason, and I'm thankful for this opportunity to do the right thing. Help me to overcome. Help me to become more like you, more holy, more pure, more more like you in my mind and in my heart and in my body and cleanse me, Heavenly Father, and make me into the vessel that you can use. Thank you for the struggle because I know that as I'm going through this struggle, you are forming in me. You're, you're shaping me. You're chiseling me. You are purifying me. And this is the only way for me to do it, to be in this uncomfortable situation. And I thank you for that. Amen. James 1. 
Chapter 12 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trials, because having stood the test of time, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And the blessings of this, the the product and the fruit of this is not something that we're going to experience in eternity, but it's something that we're going to experience in this life right now. No matter how hopeless you may feel, no matter how long you've been struggling with this, there is victory in Christ. And when we look at our struggles and we're thankful for them because we, we say, God, thank you that you're allowing me to go through this because you're changing me, you're shaping me, you're helping me. So help me not to ask why, God, but help me to ask what am I supposed to learn? How are you molding me? How can I use this for your glory? Change your perspective about certain things and those things will change. Amen.